Good afternoon to you. Welcome to it. This is Soft Options, the show that's more than just a cherry on top. My name is Akane Malobola, and I'm very excited, as usual. You know, you know how it goes. It's just a, a bolt of excitement that enters the body uh, when it's time for us to kind of hang out together uh, for the afternoon. I am standing in for Khanyadita before today, as uh, he is going to uh, be joining Father Emil and uh, the rest of those who are going to say farewell uh, to one of our listeners. Lorraine Elsa who passed away and is being buried today at two o'clock so we do keep her in our prayers and uh, we hope that uh, that her soul is going to rest in peace and uh, yeah man so I'm, I'm standing in so that uh, Hanya and Father Emil can be out there and really just send on all our regards as Radio Veritas as well as uh, the listeners of Radio Veritas so uh, in the meanwhile let's celebrate life as best as we possibly can uh, between now and two o'clock celebrating with birthdays. I'll tell you a little bit more of what's coming up after this. Remember my SMS number is 41809 41809. Start with the word B-Day and uh, I will definitely give your loved one a call. Also, we celebrate anniversaries, so get in touch.
And that brings us to a quarter past one o'clock here on Radio Veritas, 576 AM, your only Catholic radio station. Remember to find us on DSTV. Uh, that is uh, channel 870 on the audio bouquet. And uh, you, you'll be able to hear us loud and clear if uh, you can't pick us up on the radio. I received a message the other day and I said, hey, just jump onto DSTV. And they were like, wow. You've kind of just changed my life. Uh, so today we're going to have quite an interesting uh, show. We're going to be speaking to Mayor uh, Agnes Mtetwa out in Swaziland as a part of the uh, Southern African Ca- Council of Churches uh, on some great stuff that they've been doing down there. Uh, but we're also going to uh, take a, a listen in on a chat that uh, Khanya himself had earlier with uh, uh, Benedict Asoro, uh, who you obviously do hear from every week. And uh, they had a really interesting chat. So I think it will be awesome for us to uh, go back and uh, really find out exactly what was the uh, meat on the skeleton of that conversation. So uh, quite a bit coming up on the show. And of course, we're celebrating some anniversaries. Received your email there in Tate And uh, also uh, going to be celebrating a birthday uh, gift. I will be getting in touch with you again. And uh, I've seen your SMSs on 41809. Uh, let's uh, get into that space where we get to celebrate. But we start off the best way we know how. And that is praising God by song. You know they say he who sings well prays twice. If you know the song, turn it up and sing along. How do you explain How do you describe A love that goes from And runs as deep as it is wide You know all our hopes Lord, you know all our fears And words could not express the love we feel But we long for you to hear So listen to our hearts Spirit sing a song of praise that flows from those you have redeemed, and we will use the words we know to tell you what an awesome God you are. But when words are not in Tell you of our love, just listen to our hearts. If words could fall like rain from these lips of mine, and if I had a thousand years, I would still run out of time. So if you listen to my heart Every beat will say Thank you for the life Thank you for the truth Thank you for the way And listen to our hearts Hear our spirit sing song of praise and flow 
Casting crowns, listen to our hearts here on Radio Veritas, 576 AM. Uh, hoping to uh, wish Sizakele a happy birthday. Unfortunately, Sizakele uh, struggling to <laughs> get him on the line. Shame, the guy is, uh, is wondering who's this person. Um, so we, we're going to see if we can't uh, get a hold of him again a bit later. But also we're trying to get a hold of Ntatem Poso out in the Diocese of Klerkstop, who's celebrating his anniversary, uh, unavailable at the moment still. And I have just, just received your email, Mengube, uh, this message coming through from Mehelen Ngube. And um, yeah, I see we've got to wish Togozile uh, Mlaudzi, who's celebrating tomorrow. Uh, so we will definitely... Uh, see what we can do uh, in, in terms of getting that message out there. So uh, let's get back to the music and uh, try to get these people on the line, hey? It's Casey J. I'm yours.
Hello, Mama Aida. Lekai, Mama. Riteng na, Lekai. Riteng. So, ke show wai puti sor ke maa moto? Yeah, ke puti sor ke maa. Mewaka, you are live on Radio Veritas at the moment, ne? And uh, I, have, I have a message here for you. It says here, I would like today to wish Maeda Gwambe a blessed birthday. A woman I have admired and I'm always happy to work with when the need arises. She's very understanding, calm and compromising. I wish her the best day today that God may continue to keep her and protect her. The journey of a believer is never easy. It comes with hurdles from all angles. So I pray for steadiness and strength upon you. Here is to wishing you many, many years, Mama. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. And uh, this message comes from Mayor Helen Nube. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, Mayor. Have yourself a blessed one. Ne? I will. Thank you. She's made my day. She's from my parents at Moya. Aha. Okay. So, uh, yeah. uh, do you have any shout outs that you want to give? Seeing as Jake birthday, how? All the best, Moya parishioners that Moya. I okay. love them and will always love them. I'll always serve them whenever there's a need. Ah, uh, that's so special. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mama. Bye bye. <laughs>
Hey, Togozile. Hello. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, are you at work? Yes. Are you busy? Yes. Okay, I'm going to try to make it quick, ne? Mm-hmm. You're live on the radio, first of all. <laughs> Which radio? You are live on Radio Veritas. It's the only Catholic radio station in South Africa. Who am I speaking to? You're speaking to Akani. Where do you get my number from? From someone that thinks you're very special. And they've given me a message here for you, okay? Okay. It says here, my eldest sister, Togozi Lemlaudzi, is celebrating her birthday tomorrow. And I really Yay. want you to give her a surprise call. And I'd like to say to her all the best on your special day. And for the rest of the year, remember that God's richest blessings are upon you. And uh, we hope that you're going to be blessed for the year that is to come. Oh, thank you so much. So who's your younger sister? Lindiwe. Uh-huh. And is, is Lindiwe Catholic? Yes, she is. Are you sure? Yes. And do you think this is the person who sent you the message? Yes, I think so. Uh-huh. No one else will do that unless it's her. <laughs> okay. Uh, does, uh, what other names does Lindiwe have? Pearl. Uh-huh. Is that it? Lindiwe Pearl, Shangasitibello. This message comes from uh, Shangase, definitely. And uh, she yeah. uses the name Lekhota. That's my brother. Uh-huh. That's my younger brother. <laughs> so what, what what would you like to say to your younger brother? Oh, I, I'm smitten. I don't know what to say. I really appreciate it. Just tell him I really appreciate it. I'm so happy. He just made my day. Oh. He made my day. He made my weekend. He made my year. <laughs> Isn't it I special? I love him so much. <laughs> so your birthday starts already, Obo? Yes, thank you, Shaka Lubwa. Holy face. Oh, I'll come on a smile. I can't stop smiling. Okay, so, Barile Na, I must sing for you today, ne? So, Koposkante, ne? No, I won't. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Togozile. Happy birthday to you. Hip, hip. <laughs> oh wow! And now you're not excited for your birthday. <laughs> I am. I know. I wish you can see me now. I'm even blushing. <laughs> I am so excited. I'm so happy. So to to prove to me that you're excited, when I say hip hip, you say hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Have yourself a very special one tomorrow, ne? Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you.
Tad. Are you there? Are you there? How are you doing? I'm fine with you. Very well, thanks. How's your day so far? How's your day so far? Yeah, can you call me after two minutes? I'm still in the shop now. You're still in the shop? Okay. I'm going to give you a call soon, yeah. eh? Okay. And of course, uh, that uh, is Dissema uh, celebrating his birthday. It's a bit loud where he's at, so we're going to give him some time to uh, find some space. Hey, what's your name? 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 What's your your day What's your name? 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 What's your Mm. Mm. And I've got a message here, a very special message that came through. Irimona, uh, I'd like to take this opportunity uh, as uh, a member of the family and on behalf of the family uh, to wish one of the best men in my life, my dad, Ntate Tabo Mozipe, a blessed day today as he celebrates his birthday. He has been a good example of what a true family man is. His support and encouragement to us uh, as his, as his kids has been enormous and uh, we hope that he stays as humble and loving as he is and he says the b-day boy is uh, my dad Ntate Thabo Mozepe happy birthday oh thank you very much and the Mulaito comes from the four and the rest of the Mozepe family the is listening live more radio Hey, 
Sema. <laughs> Mm, so, what would you like to say to Mkhun? Uh, oh, okay, Ntate, have a blessed birthday, ne? Sharp, sharp. Unfortunately, struggling to uh, communicate uh, with Ntate Disema there, uh, but this message came through from uh, his grandmother, Nkhono Matepo Mutumi, saying, uh, happy birthday to you. You are special uh, to the Rantle family. You're so humble-hearted and so calm. May you stay as sweet as you are. We love you and we're proud of you. Say, don't you wanna be happy? Yeah. 
Before two o'clock here on Radio Veritas, and uh, it is Soft Options standing in for Khanya Ditabe. My name is Akane Malobola, and uh, we're celebrating birthdays and anniversaries of your loved ones. Uh, we did try to get a hold of Martin Mason, left a message for him. Unfortunately, he's unavailable. Uh, this message coming from his technical department team at work, wanting to wish him a happy birthday. Also, uh, I received a pretty interesting message here. It uh, simply says, Please call my angel Nono. And wish her a happy birthday from mom. Now, mom, unfortunately, you haven't given me uh, the details to call. Um, so please, uh, if you can, as soon as possible, send me those uh, details and uh, we can try to wish your angel a happy birthday. Father Tom, thank you very much for your SMS. Uh, struggling to get through to Father uh, Paul, uh, Paulin, rather, as uh, you've spelt it here. Um, the number is unavailable at the moment. But also, we are still trying to get a hold of Father Mposo, uh, who is celebrating his uh, a priestly ordination anniversary uh, today. So, uh, quite a few things and quite a few celebrations for quite a few people still trying to get them in. Uh, but let's see how far we can get in the next 15 minutes when our birthday hour comes to an end.
Akele. Hello. How are you? Fine and you. Fine, thank you. So, uh, how's your day so far? Ah, it's wonderful. Wonderful. Did, did, did they oh, sing for you at work? Only I've got the flu. Oh, flu. And it's not even it's not even winter yet. Mm? It's, it's not even winter yet and we're not sure flu. Ah. Uh, but you're celebrating nonetheless. Yuri, please, can you speak louder than here? Hey? Can you speak uh, louder? Oh, okay. And and have you been celebrating today? Not yet. Not yet. Are you yes. still at work? Tomorrow. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, so I've got a special somebody on the line. Uh, my oh. brother, are you there? Yeah. My brother, are Hello? you there? Yes, I'm here. Go ahead, bro. Okay. Bimela, mama. Eh? Hello, mama. Hello. Okay. Hello, Mama. Hello. Hey, Kiki, to Mama. Thank you. you know, I can't hey, hear. Hello. Speak loud. Please speak loud. Alrighty, let me come Hello. in here. Let me come in here. Mama Sizakele, on the other side of the line, uh, we've okay. got uh, Gift, uh, who is wanting. Uh, Gift is wanting to wish you a very happy birthday. Uh, it, it seems like we've got a bit of a problem with the cross line, uh, but Gift wanting to wish you a happy birthday and uh, hoping that tomorrow is going to be a special day. Unfortunately, Gift, we struggled there, um, but let's see what we can do. Uh, maybe even on Monday, hey?
Hi, this is Garabo from San Antonio Maria Pucci in Duduza, studying at St. John Vianney Seminary. You're listening to Radio Veritas. God bless.
Hi, this is Loiso, and you're listening to Radio Veritas, the good news for a change. Let's put our hands up like this. So we put our hands up as a sign of surrender to Jesus. To Jesus, who is the commander of the Lord's army. And the reason we go with Jesus is because he never retreats. He always advances. He never goes back.
You are listening to Radio Radio Veritas. In your news at 2, a very good afternoon to you. I am Mahadi Butelezi. Stigma teen priest's funeral to take place on Saturday and SACP set to appeal release of Hani Killer. The funeral of stigma teen father Nell Silomatala will be held tomorrow, Saturday, the 12th of March, at the Most Holy Redeemer Parish at Makau in the Archdiocese of Pretoria. The service will start with the viewing of his body from 7 to 8.30 a.m., with Requiem Mass starting at 9. Father Nell, who died of pneumonia last week on Thursday, was born in 1972 and was finally professed as a member of the stigma teens in 2002. He was ordained later in the same year by Bishop Emeritus of Pretoria, Archbishop George Daniel. In 2012, Bishop Kevin Dowling invited the Stigmatine Fathers to serve in the Rustenburg Diocese for the first time, and Father Nell was appointed as parish priest of Babong. While at Babong, he committed himself to rebuild the community and to reach out to the youth. He will be remembered and missed by many as a joyful priest of outstanding character who had a great commitment to his missionary work, especially among the youth. Pope Francis has given provisional approval of a new series of norms governing the establishment and management of funds for the advancement of investigations into the lives of people proposed for sainthood. Given by papal rescripts, the the approval is for an experimental period for three years and governs the way funds of the causes of saints are established and managed, especially at the so-called Roman phase of the process. This follows initial evidence collection at the diocesan level and the preparation of a position paper. Often thousands of papers long, which is sent to the Congregation for the Causes of Saints in Rome, which forms the basis of the Roman phase. Chris Alteri reports for Vatican Radio. The new norms seek to increase transparency in the process and assist in cost containment by requiring regular and detailed accounting, creating disciplinary procedures in case of misuse, and providing for the liquidation of funds established for causes once the process reaches its conclusion. In addition, the new norms provide for the creation of a solidarity fund that is supplied by freely given donations from the promoters of causes or any other source. In the case of real and genuinely documented need, appeals for assistance from the solidarity fund are to be made by the promoters of causes through their local bishop. The Congregation for the Causes of Saints will evaluate case by case. The South African National Communist Party, SACP, has said that it will appeal a court order that Janus Walush, who murdered former General Secretary of the SACP, Chris Hani, be released on parole. The Justice Ministry yesterday indicated that it may yet decide to appeal Judge Nicoline Jean-Sephanivanezen's order that he be released on parole within 14 days and be given bail conditions. Waluj was served has served 23 years of a life sentence for the murder of Chris Hani, which almost led the country into a civil war in 1993. 
He was initially sentenced to death, but this was converted to life in prison after the abolition of capital punishment. SACP Deputy General Secretary Suulima Paila described the judgment as disappointing. We are definitely taking it up. We were third respondent uh, in this case uh, with the Hani family as well. And we, but the first and second respondent were the Correctional Services and the Minister of Justice. And we want to encourage them to take it further. We will also uh, uh, pull our weight into this thing so that it is taken to the next level. We believe that a different co- a, a, a judge will come to a different ruling. Or actually we are prepared to take it to the highest court in the land so that a full bench, even of the Constitutional Court, can actually listen to this particular case. Meanwhile, the African National Congress has called for Janusz Walus to be deported to his native Poland. ANC spokesperson Zizi Kodwa says that his imminent release is a travesty of justice. It is lucubrious that a month before we commemorate the assassination of one of the great leaders of our movement, he is released on parole. Our view is that on his release, he must be deported to the country of his origin and never come back to South Africa again because we think that it is insensitive to the devastation caused by the murder of Christianity, not only to the ANC, the Communist Party, but to the Hani family. Taking a look at your financial indicators, the rand is trading at 15.18 to the dollar, 21.70 to the pound, and 16.83 to the euro. On to commodities, gold is trading at $1,264.40 an ounce, while Brent crude oil is trading at $40.84 a barrel. Recapping your top stories for this hour, Stigmatin Priest's funeral to take place tomorrow on the 12th of March and SACP set to appeal release of Hani Killer. For Radio Veritas News, I am Mahadi Butelezi. My name is Putima Hanyele, and it's wonderful to be here at Radio Veritas, the good news for a change amongst people who believe in the Lord and who know about the power of God and to see also just the incredible work that is being done by Radio Veritas. And I know that you are also just living the word of God and just really being able to come up from the power of God and continuing to sow the seed of God out there and and making sure that we can have a better day as we move on forward. Lenano la dira parloganyo mo station in Saga go Radio Veritas. Ke mo re gopodiwang gore motho ke motho ka batho ba bangwe. Gape, rata monka wena fela jaka o ithata. Jano moretsi, repa le go itisa lena farakabelo KBK Mahemo. Every Sunday afternoon go tswa mo renya bone go ya kwa urenya botlhano. DPR show. Moretsi wa Radio Veritas, yona ke se tlolwana sa batla se bo matjobo ngwana mashangwana a tlou. Thato wa ga mokwena. 
Arkopane la bobedi mongwe le mongwe go simolaka ura ya bosupa go fitlelaka ura ya borobedi maitsebo wa le ka tsazilana mathlatso go simolaka ura ya bobedi motshegare go fitlelaka ura ya bone Arkopane go I'm John Lee, inviting you to tune in every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. and on Sundays from 1 to 2 p.m. to our series Music Remember. In these programs, we bring you the world's most beautiful music by the world's finest musicians, as well as excerpts from the vast treasure trove of our Catholic tradition of sacred and liturgical music gems. That's Music We Remember on Saturdays from 5 to 6 p.m. and on Sundays from 1 to 2 p.m. Not to be missed. Welcome back. It is uh, almost 10 past 2 o'clock here on Radio Veritas. It is Soft Options. So it's time for our fun quiz for today. It's a bit of a tricky one today. Um, But let's see. Let's see if uh, you are the genius of the hour. So here's your uh, question. Mary gets in the shower, but surprisingly her hair is not wet when she gets out. How is this possible? Mary gets in the shower, but surprisingly, her head is not wet when she gets out. How is this possible? 0114527115. Give me a call if you know the answer. While you're trying to figure that out, uh, we're going to hopefully get a hold of Mayor Agnes Mteto out in Swaziland. Uh, She is uh, of the South African Council of Churches, and uh, they did some really awesome stuff just the other day. Let's see, I think uh, we've got a brave soul on the line. Hi, you're live on the radio. Look, you're in the shower waterproof cap. Hi, sorry, who am I speaking to? Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and what what do you think the answer is? Look, you're in the shower waterproof cap. Uh, uh, I'm afraid. <laughs> you're close. Not, not, not quite the answer that I'm looking for, but you're close. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> well, there you go. There, 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 that could be. That could be. Uh, but Mary gets in the shower, but surprisingly, her head is not wet when she gets out. How is this possible? Remember, your head is uh, not just the top. Hey, it's not just the top. I hope I make sense. <laughs> Give me a call. So here's the question again, right? And I think it was Michelle. I struggled to hear you a bit there, Michelle. But Mary gets in the shower, but surprisingly, her head is not wet when she gets out. How is this possible? I'll give you a clue. It wasn't just a head that wasn't wet. Uh, how is it possible? Now, we've established that uh, she was wearing a shower cap. I mean, she was or was not. It doesn't really make a difference. Not quite the answer we're looking for. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hello, you're live on the radio. Hello. Hi, who am I speaking to? Reggie from Gurman. Alrighty, Reggie. All the way in the Northern Cape, hey? That's right. Alrighty, let's see how clever the the people in the Northern Cape are. Uh, do you think you've got the answer? Yeah, let me give it a try. Okay, okay. Uh, what do you think the answer is? 
He did not turn the water on. <laughs> okay. Now I need to find out. How did you find that answer? No, you gave it away when you said it was not only the hair which was not wet. So okay, did, so did. indeed. Yeah, you were... I got the clue now. Okay, there we go. But you're still a genius nonetheless, and it's true. I mean, hey, uh, if the tap is not on, you can't. You can't. Any shout-outs you want to give? Uh, let me just greet all the Catholics during this season of Lent mm-hmm. and hope that everybody's doing fine. Alrighty. And uh, yeah. tell me, which parish do you go to? St. Joseph's. And under who? Uh, who's your parish priest there? It's Father Kisasa. Aha. Okay. Uh, well, please do send uh, our greetings there and uh, make sure they all listen to Radio Veritas, hey? Okay. Thank you so much, Tatereji. All right, bye.
It's Radio Veritas, uh, 16 minutes after 2 o'clock, and I did promise you that on the line we would have somebody special from uh, Swaziland, and she goes by the name of Miss Agnes Mtetwa of the Southern African uh, Council for Churches. And uh, they did some awesome stuff out in Swaziland, and uh, of course we want to make sure that everybody knows about it, uh, because it's that time of the year. They held a Women's World Day of Prayer as well. Uh, similar time to what we did as Radio Veritas. Ms. Mteto, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. And yourself? Very well, thank you. And uh, thank you very much for uh, chatting to us at such short notice. Yes, thank you. Cool I'm stuff. sorry that you couldn't, couldn't get hold of me sooner, but I'm available now. There we go. There we go. So, um, you know, before we, get into, before we get into what we're actually talking about, how's the weather out in Swaziland? I hear it's a beautiful place. It is, uh, today is most beautiful. Uh, the temperatures where I am right now, it's about 22 degrees Celsius. Mm. And uh, we are very appreciative of that because in the last days, we've been up to 40-something. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That hot, eh? <laughs> so today it's really pleasurable. Nice. Okay, that's awesome. Well, clearly your prayers have been heard. Uh, mm. So you, you guys at... Uh, at, at a stage, I'm not too sure when it was, if you can remind me, but you held the Women's World Day of Prayer uh, in Swaziland. Yes, it was It was uh, last week, Thursday, on the 3rd of uh, March. Okay. And I'll tell you why it was on Thursday. Um, we, we are aware that it had, to be, uh, it had to be on the 4th, which is the first Friday of March. Mm-hmm. But because women all over the country meet on Thursdays for prayer, uh-huh. They decided from long, long, long ago, from be, even before I joined the program, that they were going to have their own uh, Women's World Day of Prayer on Thursdays. Alrighty, so it, it's it's a special. So it was thing. last week Thursday. Aha. Uh-huh. I like that because uh, you guys did it on the third. I know that women all over the world did it on the fourth, and mm-hmm. we did it on the fifth. So we had mm-hmm. this continual prayer for three days. Isn't that special? Oh, yes. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how long? How long would you say, um, from your from your knowledge and your experience, has the Women's World Day of Prayer been taking place in Swaziland? Uh, it's definitely more than ten years. Mm-hmm. It's more than ten years because I yeah, it's more than ten years. Okay. And even though I can't be specific. Sure, sure. And and has it been a an event that has been well received across the board with the different churches? It has, it has been. Um, like when I hear from the from the records, it was uh, started or initiated by the Council of Swaziland Churches here, but then it was taken over by the others. Um, maybe for a brief in, uh, background. Yes. Swaziland has three main church bodies. It has the Council of Swaziland Churches, which comprises mainly the mainline churches, and then it has the Conference of Churches, which is mainly the Pentecostals or Evangelicals, if you like. And then we have the indigenous one called the League of African Churches. And so it's been taken over particularly uh, by the League of African Churches. Mm. And they call it Ingonzo Gazuelonge. Okay. And it's conducted uh, almost purely in, in, in Siswati. And uh, for them, they will even uh, use other themes for the meetings, and they will include almost all congregations that are willing to come together. All right. Now, that's a very interesting title. Uh, For someone who maybe doesn't uh, understand, Mm -hmm. what does it translate into and why that name? Uh, 
uh, it's Zwelonke is a direct translation for international. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's an international organization, yes. uh, but for them it's more national in that women all uh, women in Swaziland mm. from mm. all the churches, mm. except a few, of course, mm. participate. But mainly those from the League of Churches uh, group yes. participate and call it Aha, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, would you say this this has been uh, really well received on the ground? I mean, you know, it's really nice when we have all these big events um, and all these prayer things. But sometimes the people on the ground are always just like, mm, I'm not too sure, I'm not too sure. I don't want to mix with that church or that church. I, I, I don't want to assume too much. Yes. Um, because what I have noticed, I've participated in the uh, Israel Longe uh, church services, uh, particularly those that are pioneered by the League of African Churches, mm. they don't seem to follow the format as it were, okay. but they take the issues one at a time. Like for each service, they will take a particular theme mm. and then go with it. Um, and then the women at the grassroots level just take it as issues of women, but um, I don't want to think that they take it the way it is like um, at the council. We yes. still stick to the international theme like this time, This year we've been, we're praying for Cuba. Mm. Uh, last year we're praying for, for another country. The they kind of um, uh, focus on national issues. Okay. Uh, I mean at grassroots level. Sure. But the, the, what is done by the Council of Southern Churches the member churches that are affiliated, they do take it at the international um, realm mm. where you and I are talking now. Okay, all righty. That makes a lot of sense. So it sounds like uh, great things are happening. Would you say yes. that, uh, you know, the prayers that we, 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 you know, the ladies come together and, and, and share um, is something that other women should be a part of. I mean, talking Swaziland, South Africa, uh, anywhere where we heard, I know in Namibia we've got some ladies. How would you encourage somebody um, about this Women's World Day of Prayer uh, from your experience? Uh, for me, I, I think like it's a pity that we, we don't have a, 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 a radio station like the one that we're talking on right now. Mm. But I think that would be one vehicle for us to, to, to publicize it at the level that it should be. Um, we, 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 there is need for, for, for women to plug in into this kind of a service or into this, kind, into this movement mm. uh, the way it is. Um, but it needs a lot of uh, awareness raising. Uh, it needs a lot of the churches that are already part of it to take it out the way it is into their communities. Mm, mm. And this is, this is what we are trying to do now. Like um, one point that is being emphasized, uh, that was emphasized uh, on Thursday, was that it is important to take this day, the 3rd of March, which was the first time we're taking the theme, Receive Children, Receive Me, if we take it as a launch and then have the different congregations uh, take it to their parishes, to their societies, depending on how they subdivide themselves into. Yeah. And then uh, uh, that's one way I think 
it can become it can it can gain national coverage as it were because otherwise uh, like i've already uh, said um with the other grouping it tends to take a, just a national you know mm. Uh, mm. spectrum mm. Mm. Well, thank you very much, I think, for, for at least giving us an idea of what's happening uh, in Swaziland and, and just to know that there are uh, movements for women out there. And we hope that even those who may be listening to us in the land of Swaziland uh, mm-hmm. can really just know more about this. If someone wants to maybe get in touch with you uh, to know how they can get involved, is there a contact they can, they can get a hold of you on? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, um, uh, they can do that through the Council of Swaziland Churches. Mm-hmm. If it is through email, they can use c.o.c at Africa Online, mm-hmm. one word, at Africa Online, dot co, dot sz. Okay, all right. Can you just repeat that yes. one more time? Uh, c.o, yes. or c for church, as for, for council, yes. o mm-hmm. of c. Mm-hmm. at Africa Online. C.O.C uh-huh. at Africa Online. Yes. Dot C.O. Dot S.Z. And then the, the, the telephone line is plus 268 or 0026825053628. All righty. Yes, they could. Uh, they can ask for Mrs. Nteta, or they can say they are inquiring about the World Day of Prayer. Then they'll be transferred onto my line. The line I'm talking to you on is a direct line. So, uh, because most of the time one is out on field work, you might not find somebody. Sure, sure. Yeah. So the one I gave you earlier is a main line. Okay. All yes. right. Yes. Great stuff. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we really just appreciate that there are women out there praying for uh, the world, praying for us, and praying for our nations. Our nations oh. really need it. Of course. Thank you so much. Thank God. you very much. Um, it would be nice if, if uh, because we are continuing, if you could maybe call again sometime around June. Yeah. Um, I might find there are developments thereafter. Or right. around that time. No, we will definitely always keep in touch and uh, make sure that we get the word out there. Thank you so much. God bless Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye. Well, there you have it. Uh, all the way from Swaziland, uh, that is Mrs. Agnes Mtetwa of uh, the Council of Churches there, speaking about the World Day of Prayer. As I knew before you, I bow my head in prayer Take this day, make it yours And fill me with your love
Just wasting time creatively with God who loves you. St. Augustine said, Christian, receive your mystery. You are what you receive. You become what you receive. And in receiving the Eucharist, we become Christ for the world. Don't always ask when you pray. Instead, affirm God's blessings and spend most of your prayers giving thanks. I'm Anna Cox. My name is Dr. Laura Colmar. This is Sister Marie Cooper. Thank you for listening to Radio Veritas, the good news for a change.
And that is Joyous Celebration, the 19th album, Gingowa called Beautiful Song, uh, bringing us to 38 minutes after 2 o'clock. Uh, a little bit earlier, I did say that we were going to be uh, checking out or eavesdropping on the conversation that Khanya and Benedict Tesoro had. Uh, very interesting stuff, very interesting uh, insight. In case you don't know, Benedict Tesoro is uh, the communications director for SECAM, uh, and uh, he chats to us quite often here at the station. And he really just brings us up to speed of what's happening in the Sekam region. Hello, Ben. Hi, Kenya. Good morning. How are you this morning? Fine, and you? Fine, thank you. And Ghana? Yeah. Oh, Ghana is fine. I'll be in your country next week. On Saturday, I'm leaving for Cape Town. What is this for? It's a meeting of the Biblical Apostolate in, uh, in Africa to be hosted by the Idais of Cape Town. Sounds great. And we have this now, the second plenary assembly of the bishops of West Africa that has just ended in Ghana. Yeah, the, uh, this was the second plenary assembly of uh, the two uh, regions, that is the two linguistic groups, French and English. Uh, they used to be separate uh, uh, conferences, but now they have merged to form uh, what is now known as RECOA, which is the Regional Episcopal Conference of West Africa. And uh, the assembly, the second assembly, uh, took place in Ghana from the 22nd to the 29th of uh, February, and uh, there were about 130 bishops and uh, secretaries general of uh, the various national conferences. The assembly had a team, uh, the new evangelization and the specific challenges for the Catholic Church as a family of God in West Africa basing it on the reconciliation, development, and family life. And uh, the meeting had uh, representatives from uh, all the uh, 16 countries of uh, West Africa, and uh, they also had uh, representatives from uh, United Catholic Bishops Conference, Catholic Relief Services, Carford UK, Missions Germany, and many other uh, partner agencies of the church in West Africa. The openings... Session was uh, done by the uh, by a representative of the president of Ghana, who is a member of the Council of State, and uh, he spoke on behalf of the president, asking for much closer collaboration between state and state, uh, church and state in in Africa or in the sub region. Uh, the bishops also had a courtesy call on the president, who could not attend the opening ceremony where they talked about uh, issues concerning uh, the region and also that of the uh, sustainable development goals, climate change, economy, and indeed that of uh, regional security, that about terrorism uh, in the subcontinent. So these were the issues they they discussed. Then towards the end of the the assembly, they elected new officers, and they have... uh, have, uh, uh, Abishop Ignatius Kaigama of Jos as the new president of uh, of uh, Rekowa. He was the first vice president uh, when uh, Cardinal Sa was uh, the president of Rekowa. The first vice president is uh, Bishop jo- uh, Jose Kamnate of Guinea-Bissau. He was the second vice president, but now he's the first vice president. And uh, Bishop uh, Alexis Trubele of Côte d'Ivoire is now the uh, second vice president. And the new Secretary General is Father Joseph Aka of Côte d'Ivoire. Okay, so, and now as we said that uh, you had the Secretaries General also there, they've also issued an, uh, a communique. Yes, the Bishop, uh, the, the Secretaries General uh, had a meeting, which was the fourth uh, in, in the last 20 years, the fourth meeting, 
of uh, regional and national Secretary Generals of Episcopal Conferences in Africa at the second level. And then the meeting was from the 29th to the 4th of, uh, of March. They had a community where they pledged to work together to support the bishops in the achieving their goals of evangelization and development in the in their various countries and also at the continental and regional levels. The meeting was addressed uh, by the Apostolic Ministry to Ghana who called on the, the priests and other pastoral agents to adhere to the teaching of the church. Uh, the Archbishop of Accra who welcomed them on behalf of the Ghana Bishops Conference asked the priests to be tactful and humble in their work and also to support Canada, that is the Catholic News Agency for Africa. They, he asked them to uh, find benefactors who can support the work of this news agency. As it is a news agency which is aimed at uh, helping the church to tell her own story on the continent and not just uh, relying on the foreign news, uh, foreign Catholic news or even secular news agencies. And then uh, the Zambia's Pontifical Mission Society to be developing a missionary. Is it conscience in the lay faithful? Yeah, as you know, the Pontifical Mission Society, they normally do uh, collections which they send to Rome. And these collections are divided among the, particularly among the uh, third world or developing uh, countries, mission, or what they call mission countries. Now, the, <clears throat> what Zambia is trying to do is that they want to concentrate the people, the lay faithful, to uh, understand the importance of these collections and to concentrate them to make sure that they also contribute more because the collections they get from the various countries are also coming from poor people like uh, some of us in Africa so they feel that Africa can do more so they, they, they feel that the Dyson uh, directors of the political mission societies in Zambia should carry the message to their lay people so that they will also understand and if, uh, the needs of the universal mission of the church and also for improving the fundraising activities on the Dyson level for the support of the Universal Church. Okay, so that's uh, all the way in uh, Zambia. Now going to the DRC, where the Catholic Church has opted uh, of controversy national prayer uh, called uh, by the government. Yes, you know, uh, the Catholic Church had organized, was planning to organize uh, a demonstration on the 16th of February last year and the government cancelled it, the government didn't give them the permission. Subsequent to that, the government asked for a national <clears throat> day of prayer uh, that was to be held last Friday, or that was held last Friday. But because of the attitude of the government, the Catholic Church boycotted that national day of prayer and uh, saying that it is more of a strategy of the government to postpone the presidential elections. And for fact, as of now, no new date has been set for the elections. And uh, they, they're also concerned about the high uh, level of political tension in the country, that is the DRC, the Democratic Republic of Congo. So that is what is happening in that country and the concerns of the Catholic Church uh, in that country. And now going to Malawi, uh, September is now going to be dedicated to the promotion of biblical apostolate in the country. Yes, uh, Malawi has uh, declared every September, every year, as uh, a month dedicated to the promotion of the biblical apostolate and uh, they will do this with a kind of uh, procession known as bible procession and uh, the enthronement of the bible they do that in the uh, cathedral uh, yeah, in all the cathedrals in, in the country 
And the theme for this year's celebration is God Rich in Mercy. That is God Rich in Mercy, and this is in conformity with the Jubilee Year of Mercy that has been declared by Pope Francis. And they feel they want to use this uh, occasion or this month to, over, to encourage the lay people to read the Bible throughout the year. They have also uh, engaged radio st- the, uh, Catholic radio stations and other forms of communications to help promote this uh, month of uh, biblical apostolate in Malawi. And then finally, uh, these uh, statistics uh, that uh, indicate a rise in the number of baptized Catholics uh, throughout the world. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, last uh, Saturday, the Vatican released uh, the current six of the Catholic Church in a book known as Anorio Pontificia, that is the director of the Catholic Church, uh, published by the Vatican. And it have realized that the number of uh, baptized Catholics has reached 1.27 billion which is represented 17.8% of the global population. Uh, the number has been noted has grown faster than the general population on every continent except that of Oceania. So the, the, the increase has been very significant uh, in all the continents, as I've said, except that of Oceania. Now, Africa has seen one of the highest growth with 41% increase in the past uh, year of uh, baptized uh, uh, Catholics. Now, the second one is that the no- total number of uh, bishops has increased from 4,841 to 5,237 worldwide. And uh, there are now about 415,792 priests with a significant uh, increase in the, con- in the continent of Africa. And Ben, uh, that's where we end it for today. We will speak to you next week when you're in Cape Town. Yes, hopefully. I'll give you the number where you can, you can, uh, you can reach me. Okay, now that will be great. And uh, so we chat again next week. And that's, okay. of course, uh, Communications Director of SECAM, uh, uh, Benedict uh, Asoro. This is still Radio Veritas, uh, 5, 7, 6 a.m. And you're listening to Matins with Father Emil Blaza. <laughs> This is and you're listening to Radio Veritas.
kinna odilon mulapo wa department ya evangelization achitayosisinya ya johannesburg qellebo halama metse radio veritas island atfel
Let us now join together in reciting the divine mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Passion, 
have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful
Hi, I'm Father Jerry Brown from the Diocese of Port Elizabeth. Thank you for listening to Radio Veritas, the good news for a change. And welcome back at uh, 20 minutes after 3 o'clock. Thank you very much for praying with us. Always great to find ourselves in prayer together. If you've just joined us, welcome to it. It is Soft Options. My name is Akane Malobola, and I'm going to be with you today up until 4 o'clock. Uh, break for the news, and uh, we'll continue with the, the Friday edition of uh, Changing Gear. Uh, it's going to be quite a cool one. It's quite jam-packed. But for now, we focus on uh, the business of the day. It's time for our question. Because it is a Friday, uh, we're going to go a little bit more easy on you now, uh, getting your weekend started. I want to know from you on the number 011-452-7115, when is Pope Francis' papal ordination anniversary? When is the anniversary of Pope Francis' papal ordination? 011-452-7115. Surprisingly, that is the same day as uh, the birthday of one of our presenters. When is the anniversary of uh, Pope Francis' papal ordination? When he became 
ordained Pope for the church. One one four five two seven one one five is the number to dial, and I think uh, someone feels they've got the answer. Hi, you're live on the radio. Okay, we've just lost them. Please call back. Love to know if you are our genius or not. Oh one one four five two seven one one five. What what is the date of the papal ordination anniversary for Pope Francis? Hi, you are first. Hi, you're live on the radio. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? It's good. Great. Who am I speaking to? Basi. Yes. Okay, and where are you calling from? Alexander. Alexander. Okay, so you're around the corner. You're around the corner. Uh, do you think you've got the answer? Yes. Okay, what, what's the answer? Uh, Sunday, the 13th of March. Yeah! Hey. You, know, you know what we say? You're not the genius of the hour. You're the Catholic of the hour, G. <laughs> 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 Who would you like to shout out, mate? <laughs> And, and, and all the parishioners of St. Hubert's. Yes. Okay, great stuff. And, uh, Jay, what are you going to be doing to celebrate uh, the, the, the anniversary of Pope Francis? Mm. Oh, well, that's our genius of the hour, Basi, out at St. Hubert's in Alexandra. And uh, because she's a victor. It's Kirk Franklin, one, two, three, victory. The weapon they throw at me, you know it won't prosper. Now, yeah. just got it all. I'm doing good. I'll save it, pay it all. I'm doing good. You should be afraid, but I'm feeling good. All the time you say, God is good. Come on. Down, down, down. Don't forget who's in control. Walls are falling down, down, down. They call it down. So what you gonna do? Hey, no, one, two, three. Get up, we got victory. No weapon they throw at me. It won't. You know it won't prosper. Now. Oh, this is crazy. Hey, oh, one, two, three. Get up, we got victory. No weapon they throw at me. You know it won't prosper. Now. Storm's raging. I'm doing good. You see the world changing. I'm doing good. I know it's
women, sing the anthem. Hey, The reason why you're doing good, doing good is because what's ahead of you is greater than good. all the things that were behind you. And see, you gotta I'm understand, you gotta understand that everything was already ordained before you got here for you to do good. See, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it in the If we lose track of what the Lord is doing uh, with ourselves on the inside, we will also lose track of what the Lord is doing on the outside. I think there's two things wrong with the church today. One is we don't really realize who Jesus is. We, we have it all in words and we have it all written down uh, and we're grand what we write, but we don't realize who Jesus really is and therefore we don't realize who we are in Christ. As soon as we wake up to realize that we are the body of Christ and that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, that we are the temple of God, is going to revolutionize our lives.
It's Shirley Caesar. Expect your blessings. Reminding us that uh, we need to be expectant. We need to have expectant hearts. Uh, you know, when we ask God to do something in our lives, we need to have faith, as they say. And a big part of that is being expectant, knowing that He's going to move in your situation and He's going to move in your life. Now, today we're doing things a little bit different. Uh, we've got our Saint of the Day coming up, and uh, we'll have our Living Lent lesson with uh, Sister Sylvia, who is a Dominican. And uh, today she'll be chatting to us about Peter's denial. But before we get into that, uh, let's go check out our Saint of the Day. Today, the 11th of March, we celebrate the feast day of St. John Ogilvy. He lived from 1579 to 1615. John Ogilvy's noble Scottish family was partly Catholic and partly Presbyterian. His father raised him as a Calvinist, sending him to the continent to be educated. There, John became interested in the popular debates going on between Catholic and Calvinist scholars. Confused by the arguments of Catholic scholars whom he sought out, he turned to scripture. Two texts particularly struck him. God wills all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth and come to me all you who are weary and find life burdensome and I will refresh you. Slowly, John came to see that the Catholic Church could embrace all kinds of people. Among these, he noted, were many martyrs. He decided to become Catholic and was received into the church at Louvain, Belgium, in 1596 at the age of 17. John continued his studies, first with the Benedictines, then as a student at the Jesuit College at Olmutz. He joined the Jesuits and for the next 10 years underwent their rigorous intellectual and spiritual training. Ordained a priest in France in 1610, he met two Jesuits who had just returned from Scotland after suffering arrest and imprisonment. They saw little hope for any successful work there in view of the tightening of the penal laws. But a fire had been lit within John. For the next two and a half years, he pleaded to be missioned there. Sent by his superiors, he secretly entered Scotland, posing as a horse trader or a soldier returning from the wars in Europe. Unable to do significant work among the relatively few Catholics in Scotland, John made his way back to Paris to consult his superiors. Rebuked for having left his assignment in Scotland, he was sent back. He warmed to the task before him and had some success in making converts and in secretly serving Scottish Catholics. But he was soon betrayed, arrested and brought before the court. His trial dragged on until he had been without food for 26 hours. He was imprisoned and deprived of sleep. For eight days and nights, he was dragged around, prodded with sharp sticks, his hair pulled out. Still, he refused to reveal the names of Catholics or to acknowledge the jurisdiction of the king in spiritual affairs. 
he underwent a second and a third trial, but held firm. At his final trial, he assured his judges, In all that concerns the king, I will be slavishly obedient. If any attack his temporal power, I will shed my last drop of blood for him. But in the things of spiritual jurisdiction, which a king unjustly seizes, I cannot and must not obey. Condemned to death as a traitor, he was faithful to the end, even when on the scaffold he was offered his freedom and a fine living if he would deny his faith. His courage in prison and in his martyrdom was reported throughout Scotland. John Ogilvie was canonized in 1976, becoming the first Scottish saint since 1250. John came of age when neither Catholics nor Protestants were willing to tolerate one another. Turning to scripture, he found words that enlarged his vision. Although he became a Catholic and died for his faith, he understood the meaning of Catholic with a small c, the wide range of believers who embrace Christianity. Even now, he undoubtedly rejoices in the ecumenical spirit fostered by the Second Vatican Council and joins us in our prayer for unity with all believers. And that's our saint for the day. Man, I think it's such an inspirational saint. And uh, it's, it's always good to kind of be able to uh, strengthen our faith by the example of uh, our saints of the day. It is uh, 25 minutes before. It's time for me to say goodbye. Um, I, I, I'm going to go straight to Sister Sylvia because she, she really touches on Peter's denial in a very special way. And uh, I'm going to give you an awesome triple play before I say goodbye for now. And uh, then we can catch each other on the other side when it's changing gear. Uh, the Friday edition is going to be quite a jam-packed one. You don't want to miss it. I am Sylvia, a King Dominican, and work with Catholic Community for a Better World. In this series, I share some thoughts with you around Lent, and for this purpose have made use of a number of books, and therefore am grateful for authors like Rolheiser, Macrina Wiedekeer, McKenna McCarthy, Judy Canato, and a number of others whose deep thoughts inspired mine. Friday, fourth week of Lent. Our heart goes out to Peter when we read about his denial. We have a history of running away when things get tough, of not keeping promises, and of selling out in the face of temptation. Indeed, in Mark's Gospel, the final words that Peter, the head of the church, speaks are words of betrayal. I do not know the man. Here's how the Gospel describes that betrayal. Then Peter said, I swear that I am telling you the truth. May God punish me if I am not. I do not know the man. At once, while he was still speaking, a rooster crowed. Jesus turned around and looked straight at Peter. And Peter remembered what the Lord had said to him. Before the rooster crows tonight, you will deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. We see a number of things. 
First, Peter's initial brash overconfidence. Just prior to this betrayal, he had sworn that he would never betray Jesus, even if everyone else did. Second, he made this promise in utter sincerity, with deep love in his heart, fully intending on keeping his word. Third, he broke his promise quickly in the face of adversity. And fourth, perhaps most important, he wept at his sin when Jesus looked at him with love. What's to be learned from this? First, that sincerity and goodwill aren't enough to keep us from sinning. Sin isn't always the product of malice and hypocrisy. More often, we sin out of simple weakness. Moreover, because we sin out of weakness, we have a tendency to rationalize. It wasn't so bad. There was nothing I could have done. But sin is still sin. Betrayal is still betrayal. And the damage we do is still real, even when we act out of weakness. Peter didn't want to betray Jesus. He just wasn't strong enough not to. And that's generally too our problem when we don't hold out against temptation, whether it be to bitterness, sex, gossip, slander, jealousy, hatred, or anything else we sell out to or run away from in order to get through an ordeal, a loneliness, an insecurity. Even when we give in out of weakness, we're still betraying, still in essence saying, I do not know the man. But while sincerity doesn't necessarily save us from sin, it does help us hear the rooster crow. As long as we remain sincere, we will soon enough admit our sin, and we will know too that God still looks on us with love, even in betrayal. A very important part of this picture of Peter betraying Jesus is the look that Peter sees on Jesus' face when he catches his eye in the crowd. The text tells us that Jesus turned around and looked straight at Peter. Whenever the Gospels tell us that Jesus looked at someone, generally that means that he looked at the person with love and understanding, with a look that blesses. What Peter saw on Jesus' face was not as we would expect a look of disappointment and reproach. How could you? But something Peter had likely never seen or experienced before in his whole life, namely, a look that holds you in warmth and understanding, even when you sin and betray. No doubt, this was a defining moment in Peter's understanding of Jesus, because at that moment, he experienced something that releases a different kind of tears, unconditional love. A rabbi once asked his students how they could tell when night ended and day was on its way back. It is when you can see an animal in the distance and can see whether it is a sheep or a dog. No, answered the rabbi. Is it when you can look at a tree in the distance and see whether it is a fig tree or a peach tree? No. Well then, the students demanded, when is it? It is when you look on the face of another human being and see that he or she is your brother or sister. 
Because if he cannot, then no matter what time it is, it is still night. The tears we weep when we are loved despite weakness are very different from the ones we weep when we feel judged and humiliated by our weakness. To experience love when we don't deserve it is the one grace that cleanses us of sin and gives strength against sin. The image of Peter betraying Jesus teaches us that we are loved sinners, all of us. Our sincerity and good hearts don't keep us from sinning. We still betray, break our word, and too easily give in to temptation. But that's not the whole story. What's shown here too is that God doesn't give us that look of disappointment and disapproval that we're all too familiar with when we do this. God still looks at us with understanding and continues to hold us solidly in love and blessing. However we struggle with both sides of this, namely to admit we are sinners and to recognize that we are still loved, we need to remember that this is the truth. But appropriating both of these truths is the key to knowing Jesus and knowing ourselves. And so we close with prayer. I give myself into your hands, that I may live fully into your word. My soul is consumed with an intense longing to be blessed and sustained by you, O Divine Lover. May I not be a bearer of disharmony, one who is arrogant and greedy. Teach me to stand firm when faced with injustice and oppression, to be fervent in my stance for truth. Even though fears rise up, may my eye remain focused on you. You are my counsellor. With my heart's ear, I hear the injunction to pray for my enemies, even those who persecute me. How can I, weak and fearful, heed this difficult teaching? Help me to understand the way of your precepts and give me strength to follow through. My soul is willing, O merciful one, yet the body would flee. Who is the enemy from whom I run, but the fears hidden in the shadows within? Strengthen me, O God, according to your word. Lead me gently into light. Recall a time when I felt betrayed in a time of great need. Is there a betrayal in my life which needs to be touched with healing? Will I respond to Christ's invitation to forgive and let go?
Listening to Radio Radio Veritas. So strong, oh, 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 oh,
something inside so strong. The more you refuse to hear my voice, louder I will sing. radio veritas
kenna me Magdalene Morekure le Mametsi Radio Veritas Oh ligoto Oh ligoto 